Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from California. Oh, we didn't fix the thing. You look all weird still. <laughs> Hold on. We're still on. Hold on. Wow, I tightened down that screw really tight. Ah. That's a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, those of you listening to the podcast, my camera has... Zoomed in on us. Up. Well, you know, it's not bad that it's cutting off the top of my head because they can, they can pretend that there's hair there. Huh? <laughs> hey, my friends, go to resurrectministry.com. That's where you'll find all of the content that we are streaming uh, and recorded content um, that we have going on in our in our network of stuff going on. Wow, you really struggle with that still. <laughs> <laughs> you would think the producers would write me out something so oh. that I didn't have to kind of make it up on the fly. Yeah. yeah we have to hire better producers thank goodness nobody's watching right now right oh look at you trying to oh whoa whoa nelly whoa bring it oh now okay. they can now they can see the blinds over here. <laughs> <laughs> now they can see we're not at calvary Chapuccino <laughs> hills during the day <laughs> hey lovey i'm gonna hire a producer okay Just, uh... what happened to you yeah oh i'm fine now just leave it alone just there we go. Oh, there. Oh, now you can, you can not see real crappy things. There we go. Look at that. You did amazing. Bodies <laughs> are cut off. Oh, it doesn't look weird. Sorry, oh. folks. We shouldn't be doing this online. But no, we, we should have done this before we went live. Yes. But um, we didn't. So you get to be a part of it. So anyway, today. Oh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> hey, would you quit messing with the camera, Snuggums? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, those of you who are listening on the podcast, you're going to have to go watch on YouTube or Facebook. Not on Rumble today because Rumble would not work today. They're shadow panning us? No, but they did. I think they were uh, launching the uh, 2000 Mules. So who oh. knows? They must they I bet you they got inundated. Inundated, a bunch of stuff's going on. Uh, I can't wait to watch that. We, we've been busy at church and the bird store looking for bird feeders and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yes. So we didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but I'm really, really, I'm, I've had people send me messages. That's part of the messages at the beginning was, um, hey, have you seen it yet? You, it'll blow your mind. Really? Yes. Inish Can we watch it now? I, I don't know. We're going to try. Okay. We're going to try. Uh, a friend of mine said that they saw me on Breitbart uh, today. Oh, right. Yeah, so I don't know what that's all about. Uh, like in an article? Or? I don't know. Okay. He just says, hey, I just saw you on Breitbart. You did a, you know, it was complimentary. All right. Um, we are here. Sorry, we lost all of our seat when you were messing around with the camera. We had like really? 25 viewers. <laughs> and now we're back it? down to one. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yes. Are you done? Yes. All right. We're going to read from Smith. <laughs> Smith Wigglesworth devotional for May 7th. And it's entitled uh, Peace and Hope. I think they jumped off because they because we didn't leave it just on your face. I think everybody wanted that. Oh, really? Uh huh. <laughs> as soon as they added me, to, I added me back. They're like, "Ah, oh, she's back again." Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's why we get all the emails about Edia. You are so wonderful. <laughs> you understand me? All right, May seventh. Peace and hope. Uh, the reference is Romans fifteen thirteen, and it says, "May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing." That you may abound in hope mm. by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hope is hope. good, right? Hope is good. Hope is lively. Good. Hope. The, the the great things about God hope. are hope and love. Hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. It's in the Bible. Hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. You know, yeah. like we just we need hope in our lives. We do. All right. Uh, the scripture reading is Ephesians 1, 2 through 21. And Smith says in this devotional, Through sanctification of the Spirit, you will come to a place of rest. There is a peace, of, in, there is a peace in sanctification because it is a place of revelation, taking you into heavenly realms. God comes, speaks, and makes himself known to you. Amen. And when you are face-to-face -face with God, you receive a peace which surpasses all understanding. Lifting you to a state of inexpressible wonderment. I like that inexpressible wonderment. It's gorgeous. That is a great place to be. Yes. Um, the, it doesn't tell me where this is from, but he says then, oh, this is like heaven to me. This is like heaven to me. 
I've crossed over Jordan to Canaan's fair land, and this is like heaven to me. I guess it's a, a hymn. Yes. Is what I'm guessing. Have you heard that hymn? No. Me neither. Smith goes on to say, The sanctification of the Spirit brings us into definite alignment with the wonderful hope of the glory of God. Lively hope is movement. It presses forward. Lively hope leaves everything behind. It keeps the vision. Lively hope sees him coming. And you live it and you live in it, this mm-hmm. lively hope. You are not trying to make yourself feel that you are believing, but the lively hope fills you with the joy and expectation of the king's coming. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want you to know that God has the experience in his mind for you. Has this experience, sorry, in his mind for you. I pray God, God, the Holy Spirit, that he will move this way. I trust that you will be so reconciled to God that there is not one thing that would interfere with your possessing this lively hope. How he loves us, hovers over us, rejoices in us. How the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, fills our cup and running over. This joy of the Lord is the strength. I hope you won't forget the lively hope. It is the purpose of God for your soul. It is wonderful. Hallelujah. Not for today. A lively hope is the opposite of dead hope. There you go. Just in case you didn't know that. I, I mean, I'm guessing what, what, what Smith is trying to say to me, not to all of you, because all of you get it, is that, that once you've gone through the, the period of time where I'm, you know, I was trying to find faith in God. I knew there was a God, but I wasn't sure, you know, should I be a Mormon? Should I be a Jehovah Witness? Should I go back to being a Catholic? And like, what is it that once I actually experienced the existence of God and his presence and the Holy Spirit and realized that um, essentially I'm in the Christian faith, but a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, that after that, once you've accepted him, now you're in a new place, this place of there's, there's nothing like it. Before you're wandering around, you're going, where's water? I need water. You know, I need, and you're, you're trying to figure it all out and you yeah. keep banging up against the wall. But once you're past all that and you're into the place where you, you finally, you finally learned that God exists, that the Bible is truth, that it's living, it's a living, breathing document of his word. Amen. That now that, and, and now I'm experiencing it, the, the greatness of God. That's beautiful. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I got out of it. Uh, hello, Kate. Hi, Good Kate. afternoon, she says, mocking us because she's in Austra- Australia. <laughs> um, what about you? How do you read this? Well, it, it particularly hits me today because the sermon hit me, hit me in the same way today is that, and, and Smith nails it by saying, through sanctification of the spirit, you will come to a place of rest. There is a peace in the sanctification because it's a place of revelation. It takes you into the heavenly realms. And my um, understanding of this is that when I've gone through times that I really struggled with what God was walking me through, there there are moments like I experienced today where he's like, daughter, you are exactly where I put you. And that doesn't mean that the problems go away or there are any... Um, uh, that they're any less difficult at times, but there is a peace in knowing that he's walking you through this for a reason. There is, mm-hmm. it's not chaos. It's not a lack of order. It is not, oh my God, I'm flailing. It is, how are we going to get through this? You know, that this, the, there is a purpose in this. There is a destination in this. There is a, um, a calling on everything that God has put us through. That if you if you can sit back and enjoy the peace of the Lord, that you are where you should be, uh, it makes whatever trials that you go through easier to bear. How does this affect you on this Mother's Day Eve? How, how did the message today and now the this devotional uh, make you feel about Mother's Day? It's awesome. It's awesome because up until now, mm-hmm. as I uh, talked to you during dinner, it was, 
I never identified in my role as a mother, as a, as a co-head of a household. In other words, I was, you know, this, I worked for the government. I had this great job. I, at the time, was a Muslim. Um, and I happened to have a kid. She was like an uh, accessory. I, then I came to Christ. And it was like the two of us drowning. I love Jesus. And he was taking me through, but we were drowning. You know, it was just const constantly running and trying to figure it out. That, that what you described, that kind of, oh, my God, where am I? I knew I loved Jesus, but I was just struggling to get my feet underneath me. And then we marry and the Lord's like, here's this blessing. And then I have all these kids <laughs> and I have all these kids and a husband. I'm not used to living every day with somebody, mm. you know? And so the whole experience, I was like, Lord, are you sure? Like, are you sure this is what? And, and it was, and there was, and now I, over a year later, like I had this immense joy today. First of all, feeling that the Lord was pleased with me because I've made it this far, but, <laughs> but two, survived. that I survived and then I'm doing a kind of a decent job at it. Yes, you are. You know, but that of course I can always get better, but there's a peace in the sanctification. There's a peace in knowing I'm where I'm supposed to be and that I'll continue to get better. As long as I rest in him, it'll continue to get better. The problems don't go away, folks. I'm not saying that it's like, rainbows and unicorns i'm just saying that god's love is rainbow and unicorn you could just rest in his joy and his peace because he's like basically i'm going to give you all of this inside of you so the the external you know whirlwind doesn't take your peace from you I love that. that's just there's nothing like it there's nothing like it in the world the relationship Jesus is kind of like, you know, when you're in the right relationship with another person, that when you're in the wrong relationship, it's very easy to blame the other person. Like, it, it, like during my walk, earlier walk, prior to now, I blame God for everything. You know, not everything, but for most things. Yeah. Like, why am I, why or I blame, I blame my ex-wife. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Why is this happening to me? You know? Uh, but with, with this relationship with Jesus, when you've, when you've gone to enough counseling, in other words, going to church and finding the right pastor who teaches biblically, and you go, oh, this whole time I thought it was this other thing. <laughs> or when you actually read the Bible and now it speaks to you where before it was like, I have no idea what the Bible is saying. It's right. like a whole other language. You know, the Christianese is like Chinese. And it's like, I don't under, I get it. Don't get it. I think and I'm so doing right, all the steps. Right. Why isn't it and working? So it's like that relationship. You just can't get on the same page and it's rough every day. And you know, why are you doing this to me? You know, how did, how did we ever, why did we ever think about getting married or whatever it is? Right. Yeah. And now you're in the right relationship with Jesus where everything begins to make a little bit of sense. And even when there's a hiccup, even when there's something, say you get cancer, say, you know, you have a death in the family or say you have you get kicked out of your home. Get kicked out of your home. That it's not God's problem, but now you rest on God with the hope that he will show you the way. And he does. And it's a completely different relationship yeah. because no longer is this relationship a hard relationship to maintain. It is the relationship that keeps you going. Amen. And feeds into That's your beautiful. soul and feeds into your love for him. And you know, you're like, okay, I know that in these last couple of days, you've not said anything yet, but I have the hope that you will. There's something in the silence it's really important for me to understand and not like, why are you so silent? It's a completely different <laughs> yeah. way of, of, of looking at it, that the relationship is so much better this way. And it makes our relationship better. We can, we can do the same thing. We can easily do the same thing and have done the same thing. Absolutely. Um, where, you know, like today, I think there was a little bit of after, and I, I may go on this a little bit later on, but Mother's Day for me is a little bit rough. And so is Christmas. And so is <laughs> Thanksgiving and so is Easter um, and Mother's Day in particular um, is a little bit rough for me. And so you knowing that when I said, you know, it's a, you in some cases, you might think it's has something to do with you. Right. Or something else where it's like, oh, I see. I see why you knew that. Can I give you a hug? As opposed to being uh, maybe upset because I'm I, my countenance has changed. Right. Right. So and that, that that's what makes this relationship 
grow and get better when we begin to get these little bits of like little bit of Jesus in our relationship. Well, it's, it's also like stopping to hear from the Lord. This isn't always about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause, because naturally it, I think that's the enemy between a husband and a wife that wants you to think the problem is you. I mean, the problem is the other person, meaning like they're mad at you. There's something wrong. You did something wrong. Like instead of being like, maybe the person is going through something. Maybe this is mm. something significant. Like they're the, they're this, there's this Instagram photo meme that everyone says, um, just know that everybody you come across um, is going through something too. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's just like, don't jump on people just because they're in a bad mood because you have no idea what they're going through. Mm. Um, and that's what walking with Jesus does, right? It just uh, it, it gives you a chance to sit back and say, oh, let me figure out, Lord, what is my partner going through right now? Yeah. Same with our children. Like what is you and struggling that with your daughter thinking, what is what's going on with her? Instead of being like, why is she so mad at me? Or why is she being like, <laughs> yeah. you know, snarky to me? It's just, wait, what is she going through right now? Mm. What can I be responsive to, Lord? What is it that she needs? It's a completely different perspective. It's a selfless perspective. Yeah. And it's because God is selfless. Exactly. Um Hooked on Jesus says, it's a peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen. Yes. And Wayne says, amen. amen. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll just apply it to Hooked on Jesus' comments. Uh, Kate has something very, I think, cool to say. It goes along with what we were just talking about. Yes. Today is my first Mother's Day that my family is not around me, and I'm actually walking through it in his peace. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that your family's not with you and that you have the Lord's peace. And again, there's just, he moves in such mysterious ways sometimes that it's, uh, it's just so important to rely on his rest because I gotta, I gotta tell you, like, sometimes you're what you walk through things and you're like, how in the world did the Lord expect I was going to be able to do this? And you realize that he, he, he will. With him, you will. With him, you will. Yeah. I want to talk about the Kate's um, uh, comment here. It it, it, it relates to, uh, we were at Friends Church, Yorba Linda, uh, today, where we listened to a message, and it touched Hedia. And the one thing that I noticed that they do, and I'm sure Jack probably does the same thing, I'm not sure, that they have a really great opener about, because today's Saturday message is really also Sunday's message, which is Mother's Day. So tonight's was a Mother's Day message. And they had people come out and gave a little talk about Mother's Day and how I great really moms like are, that kind of stuff. And the last one that spoke really like that. Uh, talked about this may not be a very happy day for many people. This is a day sometimes of pain, of pain and suffering Grief. and wounds and, uh, and just things that, uh, you know, you know, whether you lost a mom or you had a, a bad relationship with your mom or, or with a you, child or with a child or with a death or something like that, that this may not be a happy day. And, and that's my situation. And so it's um, the reminder in that message was that the same go to God and God will comfort you. Pray that God, um, you know, shows you his love in, in during this time of, of pain. That will get you through these days because Mother's Day could be a reminder of something not so great. And I got to tell you, it's the first Mother's Day that my daughter's even acknowledged. Mm. Last Mother's Day, even she was, I cried in the shower for an hour oh. because I asked her, um, I said, are we going to celebrate today? And she said, celebrate what? Mm. And I said, it's Mother's Day. And she looked at me and she said, so. Oof. Oofa. Yeah. And so it, it was really the first Mother's Day that I actually felt like a mom. And she was, you know, with us at church. And it was just, it was just amazing. Yeah. And we took a picture together. Yes. <laughs> Such a cute picture. And then we had dinner, Mother's Day dinner tonight. And you cooked an amazing dinner. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely amazing. Hanger steak, Brussels sprouts. When and God muffins. described all the things about Andy that I were on my wish list, he did not mention good cook. I didn't ask, but it was an added bonus. Yeah. Two things he left out is height and cooking. Yes. And you got both. I did. Not height. <laughs> well, he gave the other one. I swear it's much better. I, I've always wanted to be with a taller I woman. 
listen, I would much prefer you be a good cook than a six foot five guy who can't cook. Absolutely. So, six foot five people stink. Yeah. So I don't I'm, think any of these people here that are six foot five. <laughs> I got the best end of the deal. Just on a, on a, on a squirrel. squirrel. You know, they, they have this uh, prisoner who escaped with a prison guard, uh, uh, the dude and the female prison guard. Oh, no. Like, you never put female prison guards in a men's prison. Yeah. For this very Sketch. reason where she helped him break out. She was like officer of the year, like four or five times. Oh, and she sold her house it. and <gasps> retired. And then the next day she broke this guy out of prison. Wow. The reason I bring this up is because he's like six foot, like nine. And she's, she's not. Good. And she, I guess, apparently walks with a limp. And so like how uh, they're not going to be able to hide for very long. So I was just thinking about how tall <laughs> he's like six foot, like, I don't know, almost seven foot. Maybe he just oh. took advantage of her too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That just reminded me of that height thing. Um, Wayne says it only took me 30 years to rest in what he had for me. Well, you know, and Andy's been running around for a while too. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't have Jesus, but I was definitely not at rest either. So Wayne and I worked at uh, Bell Ford back in the day. I, I couldn't, I wasn't old enough to drive and he was my driver. Oh, I thought you knew each other from the PD. Then no, from yeah. high school. Wow. Yeah. He was, he drove me to work. I don't think that he's that much older. I think he may be six months older than I am. I don't know. Oh. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, we worked. Uh, I, he may have gotten me the job too, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I don't remember how that all worked out. But Wayne, we may have to talk. We're going to have to talk about that later on. But uh, it's so fun to see him on the same path. Oh. Uh, our little discussion on Messenger. And we have to connect to be able to, to go there. But I understand exactly what you're saying. It took me a very long time uh, to get where I am today. Uh, with God, not anything else. Uh, Dixie says, I'm, I'm a lively still... faith, but she has a lively frustration. Hmm. Hmm. Can you ex expound on that? You know, Dixie's the one that doesn't like to talk in full sentences. I know she leaves little... <laughs> She gives little teasers. Yeah. <laughs> when he says crazy after 40 years, even though we're both a little bit older than that. Well, 40 years that you've been running around. Maybe. Oh yeah. Slightly. Oh, confused. that's right. That's he's correct. I'm so glad you're here sometimes. Sometimes I got to explain stuff for you. Yes, uh, I'm slow on the uptake a lot. I, over I overcomplicate things. I really do. Paralysis through analysis. Yes. Let's get to some of the scripture real quick and keep commenting. Uh, you guys have great comments tonight and uh, just keep going. And Dixie, expound a little bit on your, on your comment there. But we're going to go into... And this is really, folks, such a beautiful passage of scripture, and I'd like to read it over you and hope that it, it penetrates your heart and to realize just how unbelievably fortunate we, have, we are to have this kind of grace over our lives and, and to be selected by God to have um, faith in Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be the praise of his glory. Oh, my God, so beautiful. In him, you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Therefore, I also, 
after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward those who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. I mean, like, that alone, like you just read that over and over over yourself, that this is not an accident, that God, in all of his wisdom and understanding, chose you folks, chose each and every one of us before the creation of the universe. When he foreknew Jesus, he foreknew us too and chose us to be sons and daughters and to inherit everything that Jesus inherited, we inherit too, just by faith in our love. such a different way of thinking than being Muslim. <laughs> For sure. It's like, I, or I think, Jewish. I think the I next mean, all of I... them. There's, I mean, it's just like, you look at all the things that they have to do. Right. And, and there's so many, so many actions. That you none have of them promise that. No. None of them promise all of that. Jesus is the only one who said, by believing in me, I will give you everything that's in the heaven and the earth. I will give you everything I have seated at the right hand of the Father. I am going to give you all the glory, the wisdom, the power, the dominion that I have, I'm giving to you. No God promised that. So we had this discussion the other day. I think it might have been last night a little bit. And that is that when you are speaking to Muslims and you want to hope, you know, make them. an impact, witness yeah. to them, make an impact that they may consider, you know, what. Christianity has over, over this, over being, you know, in Islam. How, how do you do that? I mean, we've had this discussion that you don't want to offend them, but how do you give them this type of a message without offending them? I, it's, it's just like I told the guy at Spectrum. I was like, no, I understand that you believe you're Muslim. I'm like, but Muhammad did not promise you salvation and forgiveness of sins. My Jesus guarantees me paradise, guarantees me that I have an eternal dwelling place in heaven, that I will never die, and that all my sins are forgiven. Why would you not take that? Why do you want to rely on the God who tells you you're going to come up to judgment and every single deed you ever did will be accounted for and we'll see which one you end up in, eternal damnation or heaven? And that's for the believer. Right. Forget the unbeliever. But the believer will go through that kind of punishment. And that's the same punishment that God tells the people who do not believe in his son. So that's consistent. Mm. That message is consistent. If you do not believe in Jesus Christ, you will go through judgment and you will fail. Because you have way too many sins and God's perfect and he cannot allow any sin in paradise. So basically, when you put these two passages of scripture, one false, but borrowed largely from the Bible, and the Bible are both telling you the exact same thing. You're going to suffer if you don't accept Jesus Christ. So why would you want to not accept Jesus Christ? Why? You say that to the Jew, too. Yes. Well, <laughs> but see, the thing is, is he has, unfortunately the power of the old Testament and the scripture that he keeps saying, yes, you're absolutely right for the Messiah. I just don't believe Jesus is the Messiah. So unless you are really competent to argue the prophecy of the old Testament to a Jew, um, it's very difficult to convince them. If they're not predestined by the Lord, it's very hard to evangelize to Jews. You'd think you'd just get tired at some point of doing all that work. Of, all the, you would think, but again, <laughs> like probably the mo the hardest ones are the people also who don't do the work and don't realize they're going to have to pay for the fact that they haven't abided by the law. Because if you actually read the Old Testament, God's very clear he's going to punish you if you don't abide by every single thing in the law. I'm going to jump down to Wayne, but we have a lot of other really great comments up there. But uh, Wayne says, as a young Christian, I still believed 
I had to earn God's love. And I think a lot of people. I think so. I think that's a remnant of Catholicism too. And actually Catholicism was the most prominent form of Christianity before the Reformation. So, you know, the entire Christian world used to think that. Right. Kate says. Good wine takes many years to reach its best quality. I'm a good vintage wine. Thanks only to him. Amen. Yes. And um, uh, you were talking, you had visited Kate's website. Yes. And. She was like a smashed grape. Yes. And, and very difficult, very difficult journey Kate's had. Yeah. Um, Kate, could you share, uh, put the URL for your website in the comments and so that we can. And I encourage you. you all to, Again. to read it because she, um, she draws uh, drawings to depict the story and, uh, it's I, I won't do it justice in its entirety, but what what struck me the most was that uh, the the worst abuse was heaped on her by a convent uh, with nuns, and yet uh, she still had a heart open for Jesus when Jesus came and redeemed her. So I think that that's just phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. So many people walk around the, their entire lives with church hurt and never recover. Yep. And so you are chosen absolutely hooked on jesus has a it's actually not off topic because we started talking a little bit about but with your islamic background could you explain the mentality of the muslims during ramadan acting in violence on the temple mount i don't get it <sighs> so the temple mount is the place where um they believe in ramadan muhammad visited god and that place was declared holy. So it's just, it's, it's the, um, similar to our concept of the transfiguration, Muhammad was raised up in the body. Uh, and so it's considered very holy to them. And it happened during the month of Ramadan. And so I guess it's just kind of this vindictiveness that why have you taken this land when it was holy to us? Even though the reason it's holy is because it was the Jewish plot first. So Muhammad's raised up from there in the Hijra, but it is, it's holy because it was the spot of the, of the Jewish people beforehand because they're Ahl Kitab, the people of the book. So it's a little skewy, but that's the, that's the history behind it. Oh. And then Kate says, Oops. A pure and perfect diamond started off as a piece of dirty charcoal. It took years and years in a dark place to develop and a master cutter brings out perfection by cutting away the useless stuff and presenting a most perfect gift. And you can only cut a diamond with another polished diamond. Amen. That's awesome. Yes. And not based on our works, but by our faith in Jesus. Yes, that's the, I mean, the Ephesians 2 doesn't mention anything about doing anything good, though our faith should reflect good works because good, you know, faith without works is dead, separate issue. But the majesty that, um, that Paul's describing has nothing to do with the works. It is purely by being destined, chosen, elected, sanctified, glorified because he loved us. Absolutely. I read that one. Dixie says, I have a bad issue listening here on Facebook tonight. I don't know where else to find us. Find us on YouTube. A lot of people yeah, prefer to watch it on YouTube. Yeah, Living I, Fearless Devotional on YouTube. I would say Rumble, but not tonight. <laughs> Normally Rumble uh, works, but for some reason we can't get on there today. And then here's a URL for Kate. And unfortunately, I, we can't copy from here and paste, but I wanted to be able to bring it up. But um, it's Magdalene or Magdalene Laundry, NZ.com. Magdalene. It did work. Yes. Laundry. We, we encourage you all to take a look and, and read our story. It's, it's really extremely impactful and quite beautifully well done and written. And then she put the other URL. So some of these people will be able to click on it. If you're watching on Facebook and you're on the right page, I'm not sure which page Kate's watching from because we have five different pages that we are broadcasting on. So I'm not sure which one. Um, and the NZ is New Zealand. I figured, but I didn't want to say. I wasn't sure. Yeah. And it, it, it did work as far as we can see it. <laughs> but again, we're in a different program. And so it's hard to explain why we can't just simply copy and paste. I may try while uh, Hedy's doing something else, but I try not to distract Hedy by doing a whole bunch of stuff on the computer. 
<laughs> I easily get distracted. Uh, you've gotten really good at it, though. You've gotten used to like stuff going on yeah. and you just stare at the camera because like <laughs> down here at the computer, I'm typing stuff in and moving stuff around. But I will try to do that, Kate, if I can uh, to bring it up. But um, just one more time. It, it, can you say that better? I don't know why I can't pronounce. Magdalene Laundry and Z. I don't know. Magdalene. M-A-G-D-A-L-E-N-E-L-A-U-N-D-R-Y-N-Z.com for our podcast. All right. Very good. All right. We are on now. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So Hooked on Jesus mentioned that scripture. And the second half of it, guard your heart and mind, is like, take every thought captive under the command of Christ Jesus. You know, like you just, when I, my mind starts to run, I just say that to myself over and over again, Lord, take every thought captive. Uh, because when we hand our minds and our hearts over to him, he guards them. It's only when we let the enemy run and our past experiences and our trauma to run our thoughts that they go amok, hand them over to Jesus and it fades. Where, where would someone go to, to in their mind or where would you go to get the peace of God? The peace, the, the, right? I mean, you have to, something's happening and your heart and mind are being, you know, uh, arrows are being shot at you. And at that moment, what is, what, what, what's, what is it that you pray? Do? I mean, but I pray like crazy you get on your knees. Do you go to a quiet place or, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I mean, because I sometimes do, but... you're like right in the middle of it. Say at the Apple store. Yes. <laughs> I start, I start praying and talking to him in my head. Oh. Absolutely. Right. As I'm sitting there, I'm like, Lord, I need your peace right now. I need your peace to come over me. Sometimes I blast worship music. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can just by singing and jumping in the air and dancing, it comes over me. But I just, I, sometimes I just say the name of Jesus, Jesus, there's power in the name of Jesus. It's the name which every tongue shall confess. Every knee shall bow. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Speak scripture over yourself. Uh, just what, I mean, I read everything I can think of everything I, that comes to mind. I will read over and over again over myself and just say it out loud. And I, it works 99% of the time. The only time it does not work is when I'm so, as I've, I described it, that when I collapsed a Bible study the other week, I was like, I told them, I said, I just see black. And they're like, well, the Lord is not black. There's no darkness in the Lord. And I was like, well, clearly I'm not in the <laughs> and it just took people praying over me to break it right um no, i was trying to sneak one in there while you were busy talking um that's good i i have to find that um that Place? technique or that that ability because in my flesh i'm so involved in what my anger or my Frustration. retribution that I, I can't, I can't step back into a place of God mm. because I'm so busy thinking of a retort or an action or, you know, re a retaliation. Well, this that goes, I can't get to that point of, okay, you need to take a step back Andy, and you need to pray. That, well, that, this, that, gets this, back, that gets, this gets back to the issue you have with prayer. Oh, yeah. right. The struggle with, does it need to be formal? Does it? No, it's a, it's just a relationship. It's a conversation with God at any moment, at any time. Start with just reciting the name of Jesus. Just when you get frustrated, just Jesus, Jesus. There's literally power in the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 like help me, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, just, <laughs> as, you know what I mean? And when you say, or some people even say, Holy Spirit, come, fall fresh on me. Holy Spirit, come, Jesus, Jesus, and it, you will see your your son. He will come. All right, I gotta I gotta get to work on that. I gotta really work hard. Uh, Psalm twenty three five. Uh, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. And I don't know if I said this on the air, but I've told people if you think about this to prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Don't think now always of external enemies. He prepares a table in the presence of your own enemies, which are your own demons. And 
imagine you anoint my head with oil that you're standing there in front of your lust, your anger, your resentment, your vengeance, and the Lord just douses you with anointing oil, you know, until it just runs over you so that you're just like, I am a child of God. I am not what these enemies say I am. I am who you say I am. You know, it comes with you, with you doing your whole thing there. <laughs> yeah. With everything. It, it not only, when I was talking earlier about the Christianese or the way the Bible speaks that in, in, if you are not walking with God, that the, again, I look the, crazy. The, the, no, the words, the words is just our words. And you're going, I have no idea what you're what, what talking <laughs> about. But along with the understanding of what God is trying to say is the imagery of the Bible. He says is, that is so awesome. Once, once you, once you begin to read the Bible and you begin to understand what it's saying, then the imagery that is in those things, that. you go, Oh my gosh, now I can see. I, I was seeing that as uh, even before you were describing it, like, Oh, that's the same image that I'm getting. Now we won't all always have the same image because God speaks to us right. some, somewhat differently depending on where we're at. But the imagery comes so much more boldly. It goes from like, you remember back in the day when you uh, now you never did this because you lived in Beverly Hills. So, but as us poor people, we would have uh, we would have like the cable, you know, set up or the satellite, and it? then you you'd watch the you'd be watching the you didn't we could never afford to pay for HBO, so we try to watch. You could hear HBO sometimes, oh, but they'd squiggle it up, yeah. And you're trying to watch a movie <laughs> with the squiggle with a squiggle, uh, and that's that's how it used to be with me with the Bible. It's uh, like I go, I really quite. No, I'm trying to, you know, oh, I can make it up. It'll actually go clear for a second and for a scene. And then it starts wow. squiggly again. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that analogy. And then, yeah. And then finally, when you can afford it, you can actually see what it says. Where with the Bible, once you finally have a relationship with God, you can see what the Bible says. And the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's like he plays a movie for you. Yeah. He displays the image. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Am I the only one who watched almost an entire movie? Um, on HBO when I couldn't afford to pay for it. And myself. this, that, and what you just described just uh, reminds me of, uh, I met with one of the associate pastors at our church at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. And he was saying to me that he grew up in the church and he walked away and his life was a bit of a mess. And he said his mom kept praying over him and praying over him and she would speak Jesus over him. And he says he would, from his facial expression, no one would ever think that he was absorbing anything that he, she said, but he said it was like arrows to his heart. Hmm. You know, she said with those words of affirmation and the words of Christ over him were arrows in his heart yeah. and they hit him every time. And that's just the power of the gospel. So that explanation, you know, me talking that through is just Holy Spirit fire coming and saying, this is what I want you to understand. It has nothing to do with me reciting the words. It's, it's him making sense of the words. Mm -hmm. And Kate, no, thank you for putting together a, a ministry that uh, will obviously move someone uh, to make Many. a decision for Christ. And she says... Invite him into the hurt or the emotions, and he hears us before we cry out. Yes, oh. he even groans on our behalf. Oh. Wayne says, "Surrender to your emotions." Yeah, that, it's so hard. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne. But yeah, um, that's the one thing, and I've, I've talked about this several times. But uh, my my not new. What's what am I looking for? The emotion of crying was was not in my was not in my in my repertoire tool, in my repertoire yes toolbox. I, yeah toolbox. It, i had uh, closed off those tears from early on my my it's a long you know uh, story with how i was raised not to cry that uh i you had to stop crying and then the spankings would stop once you stop crying my dad would say i will stop spanking you and you know you do the same thing to your kids too. Yeah, so they they deserve it. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but um, you're undoing thirty years of pain, and yet <laughs> I don't continuing that. No, not the spanking part. Yeah, but when your son falls and yeah, hurts himself, you yes, like you like don't you cry, don't you cry, and I'm like, and I say, be the, one with the pain. And the poor thing is like. <laughs> Get up, be a man. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a little bit of that. But yeah, but but it's just recent though. I mean, it's like, wow, I can't even believe myself. Just in the songs that in the things that happen or the 
you know, when my daughter said that she got ASB and uh, in, films. in the Falcon films that my, it's just, Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. And she's like, on, yeah, yeah, I got it, both of them. Like, she doesn't even care, but anything, their successes, their, their failures and their hurts. Uh, it, it now comes out of my, in my tears, which is so brand new that surrendering to my emotions has taken so much work. So it's, it's not uh, something that was very easy. Uh, Hooked on Jesus says, Sometimes the best defense is a good offense. We can use the sword of the spirit. Armor is great. If you're satisfied with just being beaten down, fight back. <laughs> I like that. Kate. Uh, Psalm 34, 17. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. And that's beautiful. Uh, and Dixie's wondering why she can only see uh, her Facebook comments. And that's because you're probably watching on a different, on page. A different page than what. Kate is watching on or Wayne is watching on. Um, we are, we have a resurrect ministry page. We have a living fearless devotional page. I have my personal page and then I have, but let's uh, ask um, Kate. I think Kate's on resurrect ministry, Kate mm -hmm. and hooked on Jesus. What page are you well, hooked on Jesus on YouTube? Oh, he's on YouTube. Yeah, Sorry. Living, so you're definitely not going to see that. Yeah, so she, he, he doesn't, he, she, he, yes. Um, it's MacGyver. MacGyver. Yeah. Uh, so, his comment on YouTube will not show up on Facebook. So I hope right. that it explains it, Dixie. Everybody's watching on different pages. Our, our goal or my goal in the beginning was to reach out as many people because some people don't, aren't friends of mine, so they would not see it on my personal page. So we broadcast on these other things. Hetty had already started her ministry before we met. And so we began broadcasting on your page and we have a living fearless page. So this is the reasoning why we have all these different pages. That's frustrating. <laughs> but that but when you put them up everybody sees those right? yeah these okay. they see yeah so that's why we post them too yes. so that you guys can see them yes that, that i guess that would come to a discussion but other uh, people that are doing broadcast they do the same thing they broadcast on youtube and rumble and all oh, these yeah. other things so we're not we're not weird f, f book Facebook. No, Kate's on Facebook, but um, I'm just wondering which Facebook page are you on? Oh, I, I think you're on Resurrect Ministry because you send me comments through there. Yep. And if Jesus says, I'm getting rather possessive of this YouTube <laughs> chat room. Well, Sandy's <laughs> usually on there too, but she sometimes, she a lot of times watches after. Uh, so yeah. it's not when we're live. Yep. Yeah, we so a, you have it all to yourself. We get a bunch of those too. Unless when we had those like looky loos like last time that was yep. giving him a run for his money. <laughs> Remember yeah. the guy that was harassing him? Yeah, she's yeah, on she's Resurrect Ministry. Ministry. Okay. Yeah, we haven't we haven't had people anybody on Twitch lately. No. Twitch is a whole nother social media platform that we get some really wild comments on. If you guys have not seen those yet, they are pretty good. Yeah. A uh, sometimes atheist, sometimes people that. Well, there used to be people that were coming on for a CBD show. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were on Andy's Today's CBD oil channel. And we don't get many uh, on Twitter. I, I think at some point we will start to get some on Twitter now that uh, Elon Musk. You saw that of controversy about him today? Oh, no. What did where you know? he, um, something about abortions, something about his support of abortions. And uh, everyone's like, well, you get everybody thought he was one of us. And I, and I think that it's, we have to take allies where we take them and mm -hmm. realize that he's a libertarian. He believes in everybody speaking. He was not conservative. No. And he's definitely not Christian. I mean, I think there are some that thought, but I, I personally never thought he was. No, no, I'm not saying you personally. We had we discussed that. But a lot of people thought he was like the great white hope. And he's just a dude, you mm -hmm. know, who but where it's it's similar to the anti-vaccine movement or the parental rights movement were aligned with people who have a similar interest in protecting their children. Yep. He has a similar interest in protecting free speech, but he's not aligned with our values per se. But free speech is huge. But and that's why speech is huge. it's gigantic. I mean, and we, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him, yes. you know, to be successful with Twitter and to open it up to free speech, the way that our country was uh, created, you know, for that Amen. type of thing. And um, yeah, just because he's pro-abortion doesn't necessarily mean that we can't find common ground on some things. And that is really the difference between, I think, I think should be with conservatism and even Christianity is that we don't, you know, we, we have, uh, we, we clearly have friends that are gay. 
you have a really great relationship with somebody who's gay. Yes. And we love him. So, I mean, that's, that's really the point, right? It's right. It's, well, and what does Jack say? He's like, if you don't have any atheist friends, something's wrong with you. Yeah. He's like, you should definitely. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you need to go find some atheist friends. Absolutely. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't surround ourselves in an echo chamber for mm -hmm. sure. But, um, in this whole, uh, we're going to do a follow-on show. Our our last show on Remnant Rising was very successful. We talked about the um, inf the rise of infanticide, infanticide, infanticide. How do we pronounce that? Infanticide, infanticide. And uh, Andy and I had this discussion about the overturning of Roe versus Wade, and I said that you know we are again aligned with people who want to use Supreme Court power to throw this responsibility back to the states. And so every state may come up with different laws. I mean, people may be abortion shopping based on what state they live in in a couple of years. But my stance as a Christian is to say, what we've done is disobeyed God's law of um, when the life of a baby starts. And we need, to stand we need to stand firm on that principle because when this does get thrown back to the states, we can't rely on, well, we overturned Roe versus Wade. No, this is going to become a state issue. So we're going to have to defend the right to life. At some point, that is, that has always been the Christian. In other words, Christians have abdicated not only schools, not only local government, but they advocated, they abdicated, gave up the right to talk about abortion and mm -hmm. the right to life. And as a consequence, we're now dealing with infanticide where they're yep. like, well, if you can kill it in the womb, you can kill it in the birth canal. Uh, no, you shouldn't be able to kill it in the birth canal. But then what happens when it comes out of the canal? Well, we had nothing to do with it dying. It came out of the canal and we just let it lie there. Yeah, didn't feed it. We didn't feed it. We just we didn't kill it. I mean, that's where you get to, because mm -hmm. if you haven't respected life and uh, that life begins a conception then at what point do you say i i actually can't kill this is actually a human being when does it have the right of a person and as christians we need to go back and repent that we didn't stand on the principles of conception right because if we do then we have to believe that god's mercy will open up new doors like this um like the love life group where you're starting to think then about resources for troubled mothers, where we go back to the idea, well, okay, we're going to have a lot of unwed mothers and a lot of women that don't want babies. How do we support them, nurture them, help them in the transition of these babies to new families that want babies? Yep. You know what I mean? We, we, instead of fighting this, this defensive battle about the right to life, we get to be proactive. We get to be the church and actually create programs that will support mothers that um, aren't prepared to be mothers yet. Right. Kate says there's no sound, but I see all of our gauges are going up and down. So anybody else not have any sound? Let little, us know whether you can in hear In my little not. soapbox yeah. of the right to life? Well, that could be why. It went <gasps> silent. Is that they, as soon as they hear that, yes, the computers the are Roe listening. versus Wade thing. Yes. <gasps> wow. Look on Jesus says, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. It's actually my very first happy Mother's Day. So thank you. And it's not even gotten here yet. This is Happy Mother's Day Eve. Yes. Well, we got to enjoy it while we can because um, tomorrow is my mom's Mother's Day. <laughs> and today was mine. Tomorrow is hers. <laughs> so that's why I cooked you dinner tonight. <laughs> yes. Oh, like, no, they, they can hear us. Dixie said. Idea stream is perfect. Huh. Oh, very good. Um, now, that was, that was perfectly said. Uh, it's, there's a lot, of, a lot of, like you said, abdicated. Or we just stayed silent and <laughs> did nothing. And uh, and that's almost what abdicating is. Yeah, it's it is. not losing it. We just gave it. Yep. We just left. We, we just and that's left. What, and that's what they're always going to do. That's what the devil does. And he said, oh, I'll take a little bit of this. Oh, you didn't you didn't hesitate in, in allowing me to do this to you. What he does so let me, lives, let me do this. And, oh, you didn't hesitate on that. Now, then the steps get bigger. Don't you remember when Jack described that as how the devil does that in our lives with sin? He takes Talk to he, them. He takes he takes an inch. <laughs> he takes an inch, and then he sees what you're going to do, and sometimes retreats, comes mm. back a little, takes a little bit more, then takes a little bit more, and before you know it, you're so deep you can't even swim. 
you know, and it's, that's what he's done with our country. That's what he's done with all of our values until the point where you're like, wait a minute, are we killing babies now outside of the womb? And, and they're still saying, no, we're not killing it. We just didn't help it live. Five babies were found in a clinic in DC, viable born babies. And there was no coroner's report, no investigation. Um, and people weren't, what happened to those babies? Mm-hmm. But nobody's forced to explain what happened to the babies. Right. Yeah, I mean, some of these signs that we see that said um, abortion saves lives. Um, you know, I mean, just nonsense. It's just it's, it's nonsense. Uh, a friend of mine said, how about the government just stay out of my medical decisions? And this is a guy, by the way. He said, this is a medical decision. Is, is it a tumor? Is the baby now a tumor? Is it a cancer? Is the mother ill or is she pregnant? And did she decide to have sex? She made the decision to have sex, right? It wasn't that she got attacked by the sex monster necessarily. Now we can have a discussion about rape, but when we're talking about somebody who um, voluntarily voluntarily did that, it's a whole different story. And so then I asked, and then I wanted to start with a discussion said, let's just say that your wife who's pregnant gets in a car accident and the drunk driver hits her and kills both the mom and your child. Do you want the guy charged with one homicide or two? He's never gotten back to me on that. Mm. This is to begin that discussion about where where the baby is. So is the baby a, a tumor or is it a living child? Right. Uh, president, uh, the president, uh, the the uh, it's so hard. I say struggle at president of the United States, but you just call him Biden. Yeah, Biden. Um, he he the other day said about abortion, about aborting a child which is huge because normally they say a fetus, fetus or they say, you know, some other, they give it some other name, but he actually said a child the other day, which people say, Oh, I thought you said it wasn't a child. If it's a child, then we shouldn't be killing it. Wow. So important. So we can go on with this. We don't want to ruin mother's day. Uh, but um, Hooked on Jesus says my son was born with a terminal disease and went to the Lord last year. Oh. I would trade that time for anything. Absolutely. So sorry to hear that. Abortion is devastating. It is. There's so many parents that would give anything to have their children back or to even have a child. Mm. And hopefully we could turn this system around. And yes, happy Mother's Day, Kate. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with on your end. Something happened to her feed yeah. on her end. Because again, where other people are can hear us. Um, but uh, try again. Try to finish uh, later on. Um, Dixie said, happy Mother's Day to Kate. Thank you, Dixie. Biden's an idiot. <laughs> he could have been aborted too. It was a failed abortion. He used the forceps. <sighs> All right there. You know what? We have something to tell people. It's super important. One of the most important things we have to say. Yes. Uh, other than what God has We're very grateful to be part of the Christian podcasting network known as Edify. This is how you get the app. Subscribe. It's all free. This podcast is part of the Edify podcast network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right, my friends, it's getting late over here in the United States of America, California. <laughs> uh, time for Betty by time so that we can take on the day tomorrow. We're going to be at Calvary Chapachino Hill. So if anybody's going there, come by and say hi. Yes. And we won't be in the first row. We'll probably be in the third Yep, and then we'll be in... we got to talk about strategy tomorrow. I think we need to go a little bit later so that we get a parking space. Yeah, we got a parking space that time, and then they bring all the people in the back to the front. That's what they did at the last minute. You know they're not going to bring us up front. The whole... The the ushers were way too excited to realize that we would not be up front anymore. Right. And and laughing at us. So wrong. So wrong. All right, my friends, we love you guys. God bless. Have a blessed Mother's Day tomorrow yes. to all you mothers. And um, and uh, those that are suffering a loss, I'm sorry, um, Hooked on Jesus, that uh, you have the wow. pain of that loss. And um, we pray for the Lord's peace for you. And thank you for sharing that with us. It's not yes. easy to share things like that. So we 
um, we will definitely be praying and uh, for you. And uh, again, thanks for sharing. It's so, so appreciative to have you guys involved yes. in our, in our devotional. I'm uh, sorry. I can't, I can't handle not looking. Good night. Good night. We are a blessing. Thank you. Thank You're you. a blessing to us too. That's awesome. Thank you. All right, my friends. We love you. God Good bless. night. Take care.